Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in. Perfect Flex Radio, got him listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, it's a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling. That's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply, we about to give y'all something special, you ready, let's go! People, 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 welcome back to Around the Blocks with Mike Knox here on Unpopper Review. Our special show of Perfect Plex Talk Radio, WrestleMania Night 2 Review. I am one of your hosts this morning as I bring you this special edition of Around the Blocks with Mike Knox. I am the head of the table, Mike Knox. That's right. Acknowledge me, your tribal chief, as he continues on his historical run last night and his epic win over Cody, the American Nightmare, No Dream King, True Rhodes. And I am joined by... Damn, he's not even Steph Media this morning. He's just Steph. What's going on, Steph? <laughs> I'm good, bro. I'm good. I feel like you got to turn it down. WrestleMania was last night. We got through arguably two of the best nights of wrestling that I've ever seen. Um, I'm just happy to be here and to talk about it. Well, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it right here right now and if you don't know you're about to freaking find out people listen before i even get started with what i do best and that's talk the truth to you people because y'all want to listen to dave melter hey guess what dave melter fuck you y'all want to listen to jd from new york guess what jd from new york fuck you tell him i said it. okay tell him i said it. all right here check this out people this is wrestlemania season where it was why are we still crying and complaining about professional wrestling why did you go to go see the Avengers and when Thanos snapped his fingers, which by the way, Thanos was right, did you cry and bitch and complain? No, you went back to see Endgame. Why are we complaining? As my post elegantly put, whoever wins, I win. Cody wins, great story. I'm the biggest, one of the biggest Dusty Rhodes fans. One for Dusty Rhodes, I'm going to be a professional wrestling fan at all. But I keep trying to tell you people for over 15 years, this is the show for the intelligent wrestling fan. And all you had to do was use a little intelligence. Now, I'm going to digress. Well, I will digress and say this. I'm a walking contradiction. Shout out to my man, Wise Shabazz, the one we call Wise, because 2% of me thought Cody was going to win. I felt that that entrance, everything that took place, I, I didn't know. But conventional wisdom told me Roman was going to win. And it has something to do with all the crap y'all be reading. I don't know, first of all, and you can ask this for me too, Steph, and the chat room, please avoid the clap, Jimmy Doobie. Where y'all get this bullshit from that somebody in the company wants a thousand days? So y'all gotta start reading dirt sheets. Hashtag depth the dirt sheets, okay? It has been said nowhere. He's already surpassed the greats, the Hogans, the, the Cena's, as far as longevity is concerned. He's never gonna greet like Bruno San Martino because that was like 10 years of, of records. But where do y'all get this stuff from? Do me a favor. Just tune in to Unpop Review, like, follow, subscribe. We're not actually gonna go buy a TV dinner. Or church dinner, it's free. And listen to people who know better than what those idiots know. Why do we know better than them? Because we are true fans, intelligent fans. But with that being said, Steph, seriously, just just your thought before we get into the matches, before we get into the night, your thought, your overall thought <sighs> of night two. Uh I I am of the uh you know, I'll be of the perspective that I did want Cody to win, but I am a smart intelligent wrestling fan so i definitely knew that whatever happened it would be a great night but if you ask my friends who i was with last night i i was definitely salty as hell <laughs> but i definitely think that that's what professional wrestling is about it's about making you feel and if you felt something last night then every single one of those performers did their jobs and it was a beautifully 
done two days. Um, I loved every single moment of the last two nights just because of how much work and effort each professional wrestler put in to the stories, put into their nuances, outfits, every single thing from top to bottom. What 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 irks me, Steph? Like I can't, I can't make this stuff up, right? This this is real. Like it's, you already said to me, man. My WrestleMania was last night. Calm down. I can't calm down. You know why I can't calm down? Because I have I have I have peons. I have peons to the rock. I have, I have, I have, I have, I have pimples on a donkey's ass. People inboxing me and asking me all these questions and saying, oh, this and saying that. People, it's just entertainment. I, I got people telling me, Steph, then I'm going to watch Raw after meeting tonight because he won. What? I, I think, I think Triple H said it best last night. Uh, wrestling fans, it's a lifestyle. And sometimes he had a promo a few years ago where he said, if I don't like something the company does, I'm going to tweet about it. Yeah. I'm going to go and complain to the dirt. I'm going to go complain to somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's very much a culture of wrestling and a culture of that, being and, a wrestling And that's fan. the problem. That's the problem with freaking you know, wrestling. Exactly. Okay? It is. It is a very big problem. But I think if you really sit down and you really look like rewatch WrestleMania night one and two. Like, without interruption, like, literally go from night one to night two. Mm -hmm. You can do that today. It's all on Peacock. Literally, you will see how amazing the job it was done, how amazing the it was. Exactly. Flawless from top to bottom. Yeah, there were some spots in there. Like, I would say Pat McAfee. I would say Shano. Yesterday. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Exactly. So, there was a couple moments. But at the end of the day, this arguably was the highest gate for a WrestleMania. No, it It, was the highest gate. Over 21 Exactly. Exactly. So highest in sales, highest in merch sales, highest in seats and uh, asses and seats. So you have to really give it up to WWE for what they did last night. They got your attention enough to tune into the show and watch both nights. That's how good all the storylines were. So well, let's talk about the, the main event last night because everybody's crying and bitching on the internet. So let's go ahead and cry and bitch here on the internet, okay? <laughs> Cody Rhodes. The American nightmare tried to live the American dream to be your tribal chief, the head of the tape. Matter of fact, I'm sorry, people. I got I got some props today. The man told you he was in God mode. Greatness on another, on a different level, people. What is wrong with y'all? What? what? Okay, let me just let, let me digress. First of all, shout out to Cody Rhodes because as we talked yesterday. As we chatted the entire night, which I'm talking to Dice Man after the show, and it was like that match was so great, the chat was dead during the I, match. I said it to my brother too. My brother was <laughs> I was with my friends and I was like, we were chatting up until main event, up until I think Cody, there was a moment in the match where I don't know if you guys realize it, but Cody's head snapped. He was looking away as soon as that bell snapped, he looked dead at Roman. And there was like dead silence in the chat. Like it, that moment. Was a moment. This was a main event match. Like I feel like sometimes when you put on like Booker's put on matches, they're like, "Oh, this is the main event," and it's like not. This guy walked in like Link about to battle Ganondorf. Like this is literally (laughs) the man right now, and it's stepping up to Roman Reigns, arguably the best champion in all of professional wrestling. Now, come on, guys, perfect story, perfect Perfect story. Perfect. Everybody did their job. If you're hating on Roman right now, he did his job. If you're hating on Cody, if you are sad for Cody, did his freaking job. That's all we can ask. So shout out to Cody Rhodes because I, I, I don't know. Like as a, as a disruptor myself, I feel like you have to disrupt. You have to sometimes leave your home, go off and disrupt a little bit and then come back. It's very much why I'm here. But it does not always mean you're going to be successful as the picture depicts. But Cody Listen. was great. He was incredible last night. He made you believe he was going to win. And Roman made you believe he was going to win. And Roman put him over. Yeah. You, you, just, you just hit the nail on the head, as they say, right? I was, like I said, I, I made bets on this thing. Which, yeah. y'all, all y'all, not just you, George, <laughs> Smitty, Michael Smith, everybody, I got your records that was talking that ish. I want my dollar or my 10. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Watching the match, though, Roman, for the first time, I'm talking about against Seth, against Brock, he never made me feel like in that squared circle, he was going to lose until last night. Roman had that shocking look that, like, you, you always get from, like, Bianca Belair. Always gives you that, oh, my God, she kicked that look, right? But Roman was in the corner, hair swinging. And so I'm like, yo, 
It was the first time ever I looked into that man's eyes and said, damn, he really, <laughs> are they going to really pull this trigger, right? And then when Solo gets kicked out the match, right, you're thinking, okay, and first of all, Corey Graves, you are too damn good to say stuff like, now Roman has nobody. Paul Heyman's still at the ringside. What do you mean Roman has nobody left to help him out? And the part that was great about this is that when Cody hits him with the second uh, uh, crossroads. crossroads and he picks him up, I'm like, shit. It might happen. It he might happen. <laughs> I, I, I think Mike said this. And I want, comes out of nowhere with the, Samoan, with the spike. Samoan spike. And I'm like, damn. Okay, what is Mike saying here? Mike says, I felt bad for Cody, not just because he lost, let alone in front of his wife, sister, mother, and Brody's son, and his daughter, but he lost in front of his baby girl. I can only imagine how much that would hurt, storyline-wise or other. This is this is, this is is the thing, the nuances of wrestling. We continually talk about that. They set it up perfectly. They did the same thing with Sammy. With Sammy's Sam. wife has never been seen on TV. Never. They brought her in. They gave her a promo. They did all that stuff. And he lost in front of his wife. But did not take it I say where there's too much smoke. There's not fire. If not it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's, it's a, a dog. dog. <laughs> so I think that literally everybody got caught up on emotion, the emotion of it. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to connect to these guys. You're supposed to connect Yo, to what they're telling you to believe. Like, tag, like, if you don't mind. Let me give a shout out to my nurses because I'm in the hospital about to have surgery this morning. And they're actually out here watching us right now. So that's what my nurse, Ms. Raquel. Shout out to the and, nurse and, team. And the nursing staff here at Advent Health and Celebration. I appreciate y'all for allowing me to do this because this got to be abnormal to do a show in a hospital. It's definitely <laughs> abnormal. And, and my, uh, shout out to Mike. Mike literally pulled the Cody. Like, literally, we told him stay off the show. He's like, I will not be off the show. We are not, doing not around the blocks. Could, not WrestleMania season. I will make the surgery wait for me. So, like, literally, shout out to Mike. Shout out to the nurses. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to this the entire match, team because it's just yeah. Shout out to this team, and, and I want to thank I want to thank Barber, Steve, Diceman, um, Vaughn, who's down there waiting for some footage to come back from him. An incredible weekend. But listen, look at my intro. Right, my intro shows Cody doing what? Taking the sledgehammer to and the throne, smashing the throne. I, I got it. Here, here's what I want people to understand about wrestling. Right, I, and I get it's an emotional thing. I did. I invented the hashtag. Okay, don't get it fucking twisted, people. I invented the hashtag death to dirt sheets and hashtag wrestling is storyline. Okay, I get that. Okay, when I say that, I'm saying that to say this. That man left the company, made fun of the company, built another company that wouldn't exist without him, left that company after disrespecting the company he came back to, lost to Sammy Guevara, and you thought he was going to be God mode? You thought because of what? Because of his daddy? No offense. Without his daddy, may he rest in peace. The first time my kids ever saw me cry. What's going on, Phil? The first time my sons ever saw me cry was when Dusty Rose died. And my son said, Dad, did you know him? I said, no, but I felt like I did. Okay? That's how much Dusty Rose meant to me. Go back and watch the video I put out last year about um, when did you fall in love with pro wrestling, right? Shout out to everybody who had a part of that. Dice Man, uh, Scott Malone. Um, Ricky, um, uh, Savio Vega was on there. JTG was on there. Go watch that video if you guys get a chance. Uh, when did you fall in love with pro wrestling? I said it then how much I love Dusty Rhodes. I was here for everything that Cody had to do. The intro, as we spoke about, the boy came out with wings. The boy came out with wings on his back. You really uh, talking dumb on Cody right now? How am I talking dumb on Cody? I'm no, no. Honest. I think I think I think it's just like I, I I think this is like the honest truth. Like obviously, like we don't want to sit here and shit talk a professional wrestler. Like he. All credit to Cody. All credit to Cody. He went out and he believed in himself. Like I was telling my brother, I literally from the time he left WWE, he had a list. He said, These are the people I want to face. He had a dream list. He more than went through that dream list. Started up an indie show. It started as an indie show. One show. Steph, my dumbass went to that show in New Orleans. I had a chance to go to NXT Takeover or this Ring of Honor show. Shout out to the Bell Kings, Mo underscore Eaton, and all you suckers that made me go to there instead of going to NXT TakeOver. And by halftime of the show, they were all asleep. 
Okay, I love I love Cody because of that guy Phil. I always say I'm the biggest Cody Rhodes fan. I gotta be honest, I'm day two. I'm one point two from the beginning. He saw something in Cody, and I was like, ah, I don't know. And then I saw it like after him. So I always give right. Phil his props. I love Cody. I'm not ripping Cody. I'm talking about wrestling and what and and not just wrestling as far as storylines concerned. This is still the WWE, right? They hold grudges, people. They do. Let's not act like this company doesn't hold grudges. That's why I didn't think he was gonna he was gonna win the match because of the grudge. Now, and I said this from the beginning also. If it's one title, I see Cody winning it. We're talking about the face of WWE. No, no offense against Cody with his beautiful wife and his beautiful daughter. He's not not saying he's not ready to be the face, but he's just not Roman. And especially in the eyes of this company being sold, which is official today, and we're talking about that again later as well. Okay, I just knew Cody wasn't winning the match. Okay, I I will say this right, and just to like kind of piggyback off of that, I think from a perspective of a Cody fan as well, and a person that literally has followed his career, I told my brother yesterday, like I remember when he put out that American Nightmare promo for New Japan, and they were saying he was coming into New Japan, how great he looked, how great a heel he was. To bet on yourself that you could be a better face than a heel, because obviously it's easy to make people pissed at you. You know what I mean? But it's harder to make them like you. It's harder to make them relate to you. Cody tried to do that in AEW. So a lot of people are like, oh, well, Cody, like, you know, the whole crap about Cody and AEW. He wanted to be a face. He's trying But half the fan base hated him when he left. Exactly. Which is why at the end, he literally said in an interview with Ariel Hawani, like maybe two days ago, three days ago, I was a heel. At the end of my run, I was a heel. I was in denial of what the truth was, and I was literally selling that to you guys. And you all ate it up, and I refused to turn face. I love a professional wrestler that understands the business. Roman understands the business. He didn't always understand it, but like he said about Dusty, Dusty said 10 years ago, you are the greatest of all time. He's living out that story. How long did you get to that? It took us 10 years. When now, you say what Cody's you just said at that press conference, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, love, I love the fact that Triple H said this. The story isn't over. The story continues yeah. tonight. I think some people were like, okay, my brother said this to me like during the match, and, and he saw the look on my face because it was like we were we were going back and forth, and it was like me, my brother Pat, you know, shout out to, to my brother Anthony because like me and him can always sit there and just like shout out to Anthony. Like literally, we we're sitting there, and he was like, bro, this is just a chapter. Mm-hmm. Cody's not winning. And he said it to me. Not to be a dickhead, yeah. but to be a, yeah. like to come from my yeah. He saw I was about to break. I'm like this. I was like, I gotta take a shit after this match. <laughs> and he was like, bro, this is why you're a wrestling fan. This match brought me back. People talk about CM Punk bringing them back to professional wrestling. This storyline, this brought match brought me back. Nice. It brought me back to unpopular reviews, and it also brought me back to professional wrestling because I wanted nothing to do with professional wrestling. My, my, my love for professional wrestling died when 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 um. Uh, Kofi Kingston lost to Brock, and not that he lost to Brock because it's Brock. It was how they just to me they just he beat Brock, beat him in like fifteen exactly. seconds, and it broke my heart. And I I stepped away from wrestling completely for like months. And honestly, I have been a Roman fan from the beginning. I say this story all the time. We're gonna move on. I'm in New Orleans, Rock. I mean Brock versus uh, Roman, and a dude wants to fight me in the crowd because I'm cheering for Roman. When all you guys didn't like Roman. I've been a Roman Reigns fan from day one. I've been a Cody Rhodes fan from day 1.2. Okay? This ain't about who I like. Wrestling is... First of all, people, I'll be 48 years old in August. Okay? Wrestling's no longer about what it was when I was a kid. Like my children. Like my children generally cheer for the good guys. You know what I mean? Every single time. Like every single time my kids cheer for the good guys. Because that's what wrestling is. Good versus bad. That, but today, to the world society we live in today, it's all about everybody won't like the bad guy. It's so hard to be a face. And when you good a good face, Cody did it, Sammy did it, Roman did that. You have to have a heel enough that you hate enough that the face can be face enough. Exactly. And that's what, and that's the thing about. And you said it, and I'm gonna move on. We get to that comment. That press conference right there, Roman said it. What you just said, Dusty said, "I'm the greatest," and I'm living that right now. I want somebody to come beat us. Yep. And like you said, Triple H said, it's just another chapter. I do think Cody will live the American dream and he win won't. the world title. It just was going to happen last night at WrestleMania. That's all I want people to do. All right. So uh, with that comment say? There, I think there's a difference between a long-term story and a story taking too long to get to the point. I think I want to address this because I think this is this this comment is pretty funny because 
we shit on WWE all the time for them not having good storylines. We say it all the time as wrestling fans. The internet wrestling community does it all the time. Wrestling uh, WWE does not have great storylines. They cannot produce a lengthy storyline. This has been literally I personally the longest. With that this has been the longest storyline two entire years. No, it's been we three got years. To point, it's three, been three years, years. going on three years. Literally, that this storyline has literally changed the outlook of the entire company. When Roman said last night, we took over, we got a stranglehold, and he's like, I don't make this stuff up. You're yeah. just that damn good. He's not lying. He's not a character. It is literally Joe Anawaii talking. Like, literally, that's him. It's Joe telling you. There is nobody beating us right now. We are the best out. This is the best story. The stories we tell you, you said it. It's not a Happy Meal. It's not a quick fix. It's not It's not Grubhub. It's not, a, you know, it's not any of those things. It's literally. Ew, who uses Grubhub? Well, let me stop. We might get a sponsor. But but I'm saying it is literally, it's not a quick meal. It's something that they want you to take your time with digesting. So sometimes good stories take a very long time. You wanted the Sammy payoff. It took almost a year to get that payoff. Sammy finished his story on Saturday night. Cody's story is going to take. He a finished bit that chapter on Saturday night. Exactly. So he's he's still not done. There's still more work to be done. So I like what you just said. What's guess what? Like, come on, you guys, you want it both ways. As wrestling fans, we want it both ways. We want it the way that we want it, and we want the storyline to be built. exact. If you're not a booker, shut up. Okay, I'm tired of. If you're not a booker, shut up. It's hard enough to book a match. Literally, yeah, it's, it's so easy to talk with match, knowing yeah. if he booked the wrong person, it would effectively ruin the company. Who are you going to go with? You're going to go with Cody. What is that set a precedence that you could leave the company disrespected, come back, and still be a world champion? That's not happening. Like Mike, you said, it's petty. Like they're what all petty. Said, what so, you said there um, about long term, long term booking, right? First, I want to go back. I, I personally don't don't disagree. I disagree with a lot of wrestling fans. Personally, that's just me. I think we are too adult. I think we are too intelligent today exactly. to still look at it as it's still over over me, damn it! Like, come on, let's 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 mature. All right, let's be a mature audience. Let's be an intelligent wrestling fans and understand okay. certain things. Okay, long-term booking is what I'm not going to get rid of. And Mike Smith, I'm talking to you. I'm never, ever going to give up on. Bro, get that damn coming off my screen, please. Rock versus Roman. That is the story. I don't mean Rock's going to win. Because I don't think Rock's going to win. I don't think Rock should win. But this is the story. I said it before Young Rock said it. I've been saying this. From the beginning of the bloodline and everyone who has followed Mike Knox, which is at Mike Knox on every social media platform, I have said it from the, Mike, you know I was talking, you know I'm, you, Mike, you know I'm, you know I'm not giving up. If y'all can sit here and still want Undertaker versus Sting, I can still sit here and want Rock versus Roman. It's that simple. All right? It's that simple. I, look, I have no problem with that. I feel like I, I kept looking over at my friends. I'm like, yo, guys. We're gonna hear the, we're gonna hear electrifying. It's I thought that too. Not, I thought that it has to. It's like because his daughter had her first match on Saturday at Takeover at Stand and Deliver. And literally it just made sense for him to be there. You're in Hollywood. There's no excuse anymore. It's the I time to pull so that too. trigger. If Cody loses, pull that trigger. They didn't because they gave Roman his true moment. He's I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you what fans are. I'm gonna tell you what fans are. It's interesting. Where were you guys? Where were you guys this whole weekend when you were calling me an unprofessional piece of shit? <laughs> Point blank. That's you're fickle. Just, you're fickle. That you're freaking fickle. As okay. Danny Bryan says, you're fickle. Fickle. Look at Tony Khan, mad as hell now. Like, <laughs> so like you, just, you know, just, Cody is. You know, you know, like Tony Khan is mad as hell this morning that WWE got sold. <laughs> he yeah. is mad as all hell. So let's go there since you went there first, okay? Um, the company. No, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that last. We talk about that last. Let's get back into the show. We talk about that the selling of the company later because I was asked a question um, from one of my one of my groups, uh, WWE Smack Talk Center in the UK. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? And I say, time will tell, but I don't know. Mm. Okay, because I, I well, I don't think it's a good thing. And I told people why a little bit later in the program. So exactly. the first match of the night, and we talked about it, what would lead off the show. And it made me, first of all, Barbara and everybody, not just Barbara, and, and, which I'm talking to myself right now, right? I'm, like, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Stop always saying I told you so. <laughs> right? 
I hate when I hear it, and I'm like, I do it all the time, right? It's a walking contradiction, right? But we should have known this was going to be the first match. You know why? Because Brock and Roman are on the same page. Either I start the show or I end the show. So we should have known this was going to be the first match. I went for Brock Lesnar to win the match in our poll, but I say it again, I'm going to say it again right now. I thought Omos should have won the match, okay? But also, and I saw in um, Yep Wrestling, which, is, listen, I've been a part of that page from the one in the beginning of that, of that page. It's a reason why there's so many people in that group because half the people are stupid and half the people are intelligent wrestling fans. I'm talking to the stupid people of that group, okay? Not the intelligent ones, just the stupid ones in that group and whatever group you fit in when I say this comment to you, okay? If you sit here and tell me that this weekend they didn't build stars because Brock won and because Rey Mysterio won and because Edge won, you're a moron. Okay, please tune into the show for the Intelligent Wrestling Fan. I would explain to you, Steph will explain to you, Unpop Review will explain to you why Ray winning made sense. Dom got his whole career ahead of him. Literally. Edge winning, although I didn't want that to happen, made sense to the story. Brock winning, eh, it's Brock. Shoulder shrug. Okay, <laughs> but did he put Omos over? That is the question that I asked you today. Because when he picked him up for that F5, that was impressive, okay? When he was suplexing him, that was impressive. Omos, to me, in this match was impressive. I think Omos should have won, but he didn't win. Brock Lesnar won. Speak on it, Steph. I love this match, and I feel like as an opener, like this is the first time we talked about Roman looking like he's in danger of losing a match, and we know Brock has never been ragdolled by anybody. This was the – I hate, if you hate Brock Lesnar, you love this match. Because Brock got ragdolled from start. Well, I, I thought Bobby ragdolled. I thought Bobby. I mean, did Bobby, it. Bobby was a little bit, but he he had moments, but it was never from start to finish. There were moments where you're like, oh wow, it Brock literally won, and 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 this is like for you intelligent wrestling fans, you know, like literally the way they booked this match was for Brock to get his ass kicked for ninety five percent of it, and that last five percent to literally come out, do his greatest hits, suplex city. Literally, he didn't even hold the suplex city. He usually does. Had to let go. Release German suplex. Release German suplex. Release German suplex into F5. And mm-hmm. it was beautiful. I, I, I loved it. I loved the way that Brock put him over. Because Brock did. He made Omos a star last night. He made him. He made him. Literally, nobody's taking Brock to that limit. Yo, and so brother number five. Love that comment. Roman will so. keep the belt until day 1000, which is the same day as the Saudi Arabia event on 527. That kills two birds in one stone. Roman gets the thousand day mark, and it's money for the WWE to have it done there. And not just that, as I tell you, be intelligent, right? Saudis ain't paid for Cody. <laughs> Let's be real. They're, Saudi has been paying for Roman to come over there or Brock, all right? So that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, and, and thank you, Jeffrey. To, and this goes to Michael Smith. It ain't my fault I keep thinking Rock and Rock, I mean, uh, Roman Blood. I call, I've been calling it Blood versus Blood. It's going to happen, okay? The Rock teased it all the time. He teased it yesterday on Twitter. He did. He so did. Well, I'm, 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 supposed to, I'm, I'm supposed to believe you idiots, or I'm going to believe the great one? It, it's because, look, first I mean, I and foremost, super, the I know he Superman at all, right? I ain't going to figure about that one, Dwayne Rock Johnson. I love you. You are the most electrified man in Hollywood, but you're an idiot for killing Henry Cabell's Superman. I digress. <laughs> I, I love the fact that The Rock did that yesterday. I feel like it was perfect place to get eyes on that match. He got his fans on that match because he's like, all right, well, I might see you guys down the road. And everyone's like, oh, you might show up. Like, everybody, every one of us would like that. And mm-hmm. that's perfect support. He's not involved quite yet. He's been teasing it. But even before he's setting the stage, like, that match is going to happen down the road. Just wait on it. Just I wait on it. For you guys, I want it to. It's going to happen. I just got a couple movies to film. Like, as Dice Man would say, look at it, acknowledge it, now respect it. Okay, that man, look at that man. Listen, no broke back. That is a beautiful man. That is a beautiful man. Sorry, Charmaine. Charmaine says, I don't, and Barbara, I don't think he's cute. Charmaine and Barbara, no offense. I love you both. You ain't had no man look that hands off. <laughs> okay, not a one. Tribal chief makes everybody want to grow out a beard and grow your hair long. Like that's that's literally the standard. Right now. Like literally, literally walk up to a woman. I'm in God mode. I'm in God mode. <laughs> you wanna you wanna you wanna try me? Make you scream, oh God. Listen, number two match of the night, which by the way, shout out to my baby girl. I give her shots out all the time because she's an intelligent wrestling fan. She loves Shotzi, but even she calls her Botsy. 
<laughs> when my 13-year-old daughter says that Shotzi be botching, there's a problem, okay? But people, I told y'all who was going to win this match, Ronda Rousey, why y'all hate on her so much, I will never understand. And I, I know Dice says because she goes and she, she pulls the curtain back too far. Is what I was. It's what certain mm. wrestling fans she pulls the curtain back yeah. too far. But I thought that's what you guys asked for. You guys, bitch, can all you guys do is wake up in the morning to go search for dirt sheet news. But when she does it, she's wrong. Mm. Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, the match. I, I would say this much: it was the worst match of the weekend, but it was still better than what I thought it was. The other those Pat McAfee matches don't count. Those aren't matches. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. So I, I will say this. I said in the chat, Mike, and you know I said this. I said it was the worst match of the weekend. And I literally said it. And Barbara, shout out to you because you handled that. Hit on the chin. Like, you like chin. You I was literally was like, shitty. it's good it to be wrong. Like, she's like, I feel like things is right. It, it was it, like for me, I mean, if you had a bathroom match of the weekend. That was it. And I it was this one. And <laughs> I hate it. I am such a feminist. I love women. It just it just didn't make sense to me. Like this match, if you could tell, they had a clear winner in mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How you get there, and I feel like they didn't give us anything. They were playing. This could have been on SmackDown. You yeah. put the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on SmackDown. On SmackDown, that out of the head, that out of the head. Exactly, yeah. you would have flipped it. You could have had the Andre the Giant on WrestleMania the card actually have Bobby Lashley win. Yeah. Tell me, that's exactly what I wanted to say to somebody. But it's like, come on, like you had this match and. Shout out to the women. They're amazing, amazing athletes. But the match was boring. I'm sorry to say it. Like, partner, I, I literally am sorry. Please forgive me. It was trash. Super trash. Wow. See, I, I won't go that far um, because I don't want you women to come at me. <laughs> you can't come for me. but You can come for me. You can come for me. I got the smoke. I got I don't, you. I don't, I don't think it was shitty. Um, personally, I don't, I don't even like using the word botch, which I used. So I, I told my daughter, don't use that. That's disrespectful. Um, I don't use the word jobbers. They're enhancement talent. Um, but they're needed in wrestling. If anybody tells you they're needed in wrestling, right? I don't think it was a great match. It wasn't shitty to me. But it could have been on SmackDown. Shit, this could have been on Velocity. This could have been on the kickoff show. <laughs> it could have been on Superstars. It could have been on Superstars. Let's be honest. It could have been on Superstars. We didn't need to see it. It didn't have to be on the main card. That main card was smooth top to bottom except for this match and also Pat McAfee, whatever the hell he did, and Shane tearing his freaking quad. Okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll still talk Probably about that in, in a second. Um, and this is after this match went off, is when we got into what we were already into in night one at this point, and that was which one's match of the night? Because at this point, it just went boom, boom, boom. And we got the triple threat match between, and, and Chris, kiss my ass when I say this. <laughs> Okay, because apparently I say this all the time. This was the greatest triple threat match I can remember watching in my entire Yo, life. Yo. And that means any ECW match I've ever seen, any attitude. This triple threat match, and it was because of the brutality. We talk about when people say, it, 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 it looks so fake. It's not real. Shit. Did you not see this match? They were beating the living hell out, the living hell out of each other last night. It was impressive when they did the the um, the the bells versus the smack chops, the total bells. Oh my god! And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, my daughter said, "Dad, Sheamus's chest is the same color as his hair." <laughs> like this match was insane to me, and I thought Gunther should have won. I thought Gunner needed to win. You're talking about building stars again. In the words of the executive consultant, if you're going to build a professional wrestler from the, from the ground up out of clay, I think that's Drew McIntyre. I think he's the perfect looking wrestler, right? Sheamus is classic. And you had the storyline about Sheamus not ever having any kind of title. So you thought maybe, just maybe, right? But Gunther is the future of the beatdown claim, meaning you have your JBLs of the world, you have your Sheamuses, your McIntyres, you have those clubbing wrestlers. You know what I'm talking about? Those guys that hit real hard. That's Gunther. You got to keep him. He had to win. He won. His intro was amazing. It was amazing. Everybody's entrance at this point became amazing. Drew McIntyre's intro was dope. Sheamus in a brawling brutes entrance to me. It was just, I, I, I like Sheamus anyway. I'm a huge Sheamus Mark. Okay. I'm a huge Sheamus Mark. Um, 
but all hands go to Gunther for this win. I thought the right person won your thoughts. Match of the night. Uh, I, I, can, I still don't know if it's match of the night. I, I'm not going to go there. I don't know what was yo, match of the like, night. Like Dice said, big facts in the chat. Everything you said, big facts <laughs> in the chat. Literally, this match from start to like, literally when all three of these guys got on the entrance ramp and did their entrances, these guys are all main adventures. Like, if there was any doubt about Gunter being ready for the main event, he read it. <laughs> he is ready. There is no questioning it. He is like, he literally, all three of these guys proved why they are three of the best in the business, the best big men in the business. And I loved every second of it. The physicality of it, the storytelling, the nuances, the relationship between Sheamus and Drew being put on notice. Like, they have so much history and they started in the business together. Wonderful. I love the fact that Gunther won. I, I said this from the beginning. Gunther's going to win. There's no way they're taking the IC champion. He has been such a dominant champion. And I feel like Triple H is really good at building strong champions. It's what he does. The minute that title got on Gunther, that was it. He's keeping that yeah. title. I, I, well, I, I don't know. If you put Paul Heyman with Ronda Rousey, she's awesome. Ronda Rousey's first run was amazing when she had Kurt and she had um, Heyman working with her backstage. She doesn't have them now working with her. So I still think Ronda can be a great star. But everything you just said and what the chat was saying, this match, shout out to Hugo, I'm with you. I never thought that, it's in his words, three meatheads, right? That means the big guys, the guys that don't do too much could do what they did last night. They were incredible. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was It was. a thing to see, for sure. The, the finish of the match, especially, like, I, I loved the finish of the oh, match. Oh, the finish was I loved, amazing. The I love the powerbomb onto, onto Drew, and then literally, like, it just was a crazy finish to me. And we all, like, I think many people, like, and Mike, you said this the other night, it's wrestling fans have to follow a story, but sometimes we want to see what we want to see. Mm -hmm. It was like going into this match, Sheamus is going to win. He's going to be, this is the only title that's eluded him. They painted such a great picture, such a great work of art, that you thought that Sheamus had it until he got power bombed. Shut out who doesn't get enough credit to Michael Cole. Michael Cole did an excellent job the really entire did. weekend. The entire weekend. And that led us into what, um, DJ, you're watching. Come here. Come a little closer. Come a little closer. How to hi? Come a little closer, DJ. I want you to hear me and hear me very well. You see my face? You see it? I want you to make sure you see it, DJ. Dice man. Edge shouldn't have won. I said it. I said it. Edge shouldn't have won. I said it. I just want you to know that. So we get to the the demon. <sighs> Finn Balor. At this point, y'all, no lying. I cannot lie. Again, shout out to my doctors in my hospital. My fan and I almost got kicked out. I am such a huge uh, mark for Finn Balor. We're in here screaming, oh, oh. We're like, I love this match. The colors and the ring that have purple tables, purple and red chairs, purple and red um, kendo sticks. Like, this man, Finn Balor, look, I don't even do half pictures. But this man's head, look at that gash Ooh. from the ladder. That is seriously a hell of a gash, right? Edge's entrance, oh my God, right? And I, I personally, because I was there last year, so I don't know. I thought last year's entrance was a little bit better than this year. But this year's entrance still from Edge with the mask. And then going from the brood right into the, on the stage, I see clearly. It was amazing. This match was insane. For it was, it, it really said in the press conference, it was everything a Hell in a Cell should be. Okay, and I personally have thought that the last two, they, you know, my son said he was glad they went back to the regular Hell in a Cell. I like the red Hell in a Cell, but I know now why it wasn't a red Hell in a Cell because the colors wouldn't have popped the same with the red chair and the and the and the purple stuff. And shout out to Edge, he got his upcomings right. It started a year ago. At WrestleMania, it concluded at WrestleMania this year, and he beat him with the concerto, the one-man concerto, which, again, Michael Cole told the story. They did it to his wife. They did it to back. Get him back. Get him back, Edge. Get him back, Edge. It was absolutely amazing. I love that match, top to bottom. Your thoughts on that match? This was this was, this was was literally, for me, one of the matches of the night. And I, I feel like we said, we've been saying it all weekend. We cannot figure out which is match of the night. If this is your match of the night, you're not wrong. Like, Edge's entrance... First and foremost, I just thought the mask was so creative and like it was. Edge, just the homage to his roots because this is his last. Like Michael Cole said, it this like I think there was a promo 
and it's like the warrior in his last battle. Like he's leaving this year. We know he's ending on his terms this year. But to go and put on a match like that, Finn Balor, shout out to Finn Balor because like Finn is just so amazing and incredible. And I I love Finn Balor. Like I love him. I hate that the demon lost. I, I hate that. I hate that he's yeah. twice as lost. Yeah. But this time I accept it because look at the match they had. Yeah. Like it's better Roman, than how they lost a rope yeah, breaking with horrible. Roman. I yeah, thought that, that was, was pretty horrible. bullshit, but that like this, bad. this was literally one of the most well thought of, well played matches. Edge knew his spots when he threw the chair at Finn. It was, it was there were just so many moments, and like my, I, I shout out to my brother Anthony. I'm gonna continue shouting you out because like we were literally sitting there, and my brother, Ed, like my brother Ant is like, yo. Finn's got to get up. Yo, he's the demon. He's going to pop up after the Cochento. Oh, my God. It's done, bro. It's one, two, three. So I, I really felt it. And I feel like they did, like, incredible job, like, from both men. Like, and shout out to Barbara because she was right about the black and pink. That, it, it like, the black and red and, and, and uh, purple, like, it popped so much. Like, Finn, literally one of the most creative minds in WWE in terms of artistry. I'm going to say this. Hey, Bray Wyatt, take notes. Literally. Take notes, Bray, because we give Bray Wyatt, we wanted Bray Wyatt, I'm here for Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has had the greatest setups and the worst deliveries. Yeah. Okay? And Finn sets him up, delivers, finishes, and gets the job done. Okay? A professional, a true professional is, is, is Finn Balor. And shout out to Edge. And then, guys, oh, my God, we got... We got and so after we got this Hell in a Cell match that was amazing, we got the match that I personally didn't think I had really much interest in. I thought the storyline going into it wasn't that well. It was thrown together with the Elimination Chamber because there was so much focus on Rhea Ripley and everything that was going on in the company that I thought Bianca got a, a raw deal and so did Asuka in this billing of this match. But guys, two years in a row, this girl, this woman, I have been a fan of her since she came out with the Making Black History uh, robe on. She is, as me and the executive consultant named her last year, if y'all don't understand why she's the female John Cena, look no more than what you saw last night. This was the greatest entrance, in my opinion, this weekend at WrestleMania. Having them little black girls, that black girl magic on that stage representing, and she said it in that backstage interview also, just to see what was going on and see those little girls not be afraid out there dancing like that. I'm literally in my bed, okay? I'm in my hospital bed dancing. You know what I mean? Like my daughter's up here, got her got her Bianca Belair jacket on. And again, as a father of two girls, as a younger, as a father to a young black girl, thank you for being a role model for my daughter also. Because my daughter loves her some Bianca Belair. And and I think it's just it's just absolutely amazing. I grew up in an era where we didn't have any black stars you can look at. Like I'm I'm literally not even lying here, guys. I almost got teary eyed thinking of how my daughter was looking at her yesterday. You know what I mean? And being happy. And I and I loved it. And the match was great. Okay. The the, the things that Bianca Belair can do in a wrestling ring, the strength that this girl possesses in a wrestling ring. Now I'm not it was not better than Charlotte and Rhea. It was not. But I've watched Asuka and Bianca go at it before. And to me, this is the best these two girls ever did. I thought what they did last night, the strength that they pervade, the, 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 misting, the missing of the mist, all of that I thought was absolutely amazing. If you, again, if you want to say this was match of the night, I'm not going to argue that. I'm not, especially if you're, especially if you're a female, Okay. So your takes on that match? I thought Bianca Belair. I, 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 can, I can't say any more without 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 getting emotional. I want to say this: like when I when we talk about black girl magic, this is what we mean. This is when we talk about black excellence. This is what we mean. When we talk about representation, this is exactly what we mean. And I think representation is equally the most important thing to be a black young girl and to see a black performer who literally embodies grace, passion, elegance, and literally strength on your screen. That makes beautiful. you want to aspire to be more. It's beautiful. And 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 there was one comment by Jeffrey. That little girl that was at the front, can you put that picture back up? Like yeah. Mike, we talked about the moments here. We talked about the moments of WrestleMania. That little girl, yeah. her mother passed away the morning of WrestleMania night two. She still went out there because her role model thought she could do it. 
So shout out to Bianca for inspiring because in that moment, that little girl could have said, I don't want to do it anymore. My yeah. mom's gone. And she didn't. She came out there and was arguably one of the best parts of that. I, I, I thought she stole the show. She I'm did. Like, that she little girl stole the show. She's such a little kid. She is. And, she and, and I mean, the match, I, I feel like to get into the match, I feel like, like you said, it didn't top Rhea and Charlotte because that is what it needed to be. And, and if you compare them, you're always going to say that. But for what it was, like Asuka's transition into Kana, like let's just be honest, going back to who she was in startup, literally we all were like, yo, it's got to be Asuka. It's got to be, they've got to take that belt off of her. And when, when Bianca won, I think that there was a stillness and it was a stillness. And then there was like, everybody rubs because it's like, okay, you're here. You've arrived. You have been here. You are a star. Literally there are star making performances and this was hers. And I loved it. I loved the grace she held her, carried herself with. The mist being missed, I think that that was one of the spots of the night because, like, I was telling my brother, yo, yo, Oscar still got an ace in the hole. That mist is going to hit her in the face. She's going, it missed. And it was like, oh, okay. This, this is it. And you said like, Bianca looked at her like, yeah. Like, I was, I, I, yo, it was, it was wonderful because Bianca, like, I think I went back and forth between saying if Bianca loses this, she's turning heel. Tonight, mm-hmm. it's going to be a heel turn. Clear, utter heel turn. And WWE played us because they've been dropping seeds of heel turns within uh, Street Profits with her, and they keep keeping them face because look at no, the I little told girl's you, they're face. Not gonna, I, I know they're, they're gonna not going Bianca. to because look at the little girl's face. Look at the way she looked at Bianca. She's the look at the way Jocina. all those girls looked at Bianca when she came out. Representation matters. We will continue to say it. Representation of any creed or culture, sexual orientation, it matters, especially in spaces like wrestling. Brother Steph, if you would have showed up last year or anybody who has been in WrestleMania recently saw what we saw last year. Shout out to my crew who went through WrestleMania with us last year in Texas. Time of my life. Not going to lie. It was the greatest time I ever had. Shout out to everybody I was a part of me hanging out with last year. We were in that uh, stadium ready to walk in. If you just saw the amount. First of all, again, y'all know the movie Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Right? They had everybody wearing blonde ponytails. They had little white girls wearing black ponytails at WrestleMania. She is the female John Cena, and I dare anybody to tell me that she's not. Point blank and simple. Um, also, on this card last night, which you did not expect, we did get the return, and I'm in here freaking out. Here comes the money! Here comes the money! And then, damn, we were broke. <laughs> okay and now it's official every single member of the mcmahon family has had a torn quadricep okay Yo. the man did a leapfrog and then tried to get back up and that's probably got hurt at the most and and the words of triple h not my words shout out to snoop dog who just picked it up like it was nothing, like he didn't he didn't go what we do now he just said oh it's like that you're gonna you're gonna hurt my homeboy and just slid the miss you know what I'm saying? And shout out to The Miz, who gets no credit for how great he handled it. Because The Miz didn't know what to do either. You know what I mean? And The Miz took that like a, like a champ. Um, and, I, and, and, and it's the part that makes me mad about the internet again. Right? That's why I wanted to wait for to talk about this part. Oh, they could have saved that spot for Brian Cage. Who the fuck is Brian Cage to show up at WrestleMania, people? Think about that. People don't know who Brian Cage is. Brian yeah. Cage didn't show up on Raw. He didn't show up. They're not going to bring. This is WrestleMania. 21 million dollars alone made okay over 160 well, almost 162,000 people in two days what 30,000 know who brian cage is come on this is wrestlemania this ain't starcade okay talking about oh they could have held that spot for somebody bigger and better than shane the disrespectful people you guys are like i, I just I, I would never understand wrestling fans like, you want Vince out so bad. You want this family out so bad. Well, guess what, guys? They've been sold, okay? They've been sold. And now we're gonna, you're going to get what you asked for. And I guarantee you something here that I hope. Let me rephrase that. I hope that this guarantee is wrong. Be careful what you wish for, okay? You wanted Vince out so bad. We may never get again what we got last night. Hopefully it stays the same. I don't know. I don't work for the company, and I say dirt sheets are full of shit, okay? I don't believe them from nobody. If I don't get my news from NBC, Fox News, ESPN, or somebody I personally know who works for that company, it's all nothing, okay? It's mute. It's white noise. 
okay? Be careful what you wish for. It's official. The WD has been sold. They only own 49%. The company, the majority stake of the company goes to, and, and, and that, how you say the name? Endeavor. Endeavor, who also owns UFC. So right now, they are, they are the Walt Disney World of entertainment. Next to Disney, they are the biggest entertainment group in the world. Next to think about that for a second, guys. Next to Disney, Endeavor is the biggest company in the world as far as entertainment is concerned. They own the WWE, they own UFC. Now we're gonna get Conor McGregor. <laughs> now we're gonna get these crossovers. Brock Lesnar's probably gonna go get his ass whipped again because he's the most overrated UFC fighter of all time. And Shane Curran had his ass beat. And if you hadn't been a wrestler for all you UFC fans who hate WWE, which is the stupidest shit in the world. Shane Curran had that man beat, and he only won that, lost that fight because Dana White needed Brock Lesnar to win. Okay, John Jones talk taking an L next to many against Roman Reigns. Book it, Hugo. You're the biggest John Jones hater of the world, and you're Colombian, and that makes no sense because if John Jones was uh, Brazilian, y'all would know what he is. But I've been saying for the last seven years, he's the fucking goat. It's John Jones. Okay, just like Roman Reigns is the fucking goat. God mode. Um, Overall, last night, great weekend, I think was stupendous, phenomenal. Um, I, I gave the whole weekend, I gave night one, five out of five, Mr. Perfect Intercontinental title belts. I got to go a step further. The entire WrestleMania weekend was a five out of five God mode Roman Reigns title runs. There was nothing. Even the little parts you can nitpick apart with the, with the Shane part. The, the Pat McAfee part. Hell, even that ladies match we saw last night does not affect the overall stories, the overall progression, the overall emotions that we got from last night and we got from Saturday night that we even got, honestly, from standing deliver. Okay? The WWE delivered this weekend. I give them five out of five Roman Reigns title runs. Absolutely amazing. What did that say right there? I can't see. I'm blind. All right, so um, so brother number five, number five says Vince already said that he will handle creative from a higher side, but not in the weeds. I'm guessing that means that Vince is handling the big name promotions, but the weekly shows he won't touch. Uh, again, I don't, I don't even. And here's my thing, wrestling fans, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care because I personally, I think Vince McMahon had been out of touch for a while. He needed some some fine tuning, but also. Until this WrestleMania, I was kind of not high on Triple H's bookings. I was questioning what was going on, all the comebacks and all the things that were going on. I wasn't exactly sure, you know, what was going on. Last night, it culminated. He, I gave him a five out of five. That's the highest title show I've ever given anybody. Five out of five God mode title reigns? Like, Triple H did his thing. So if that is to be the truth, um, uh, so brother number five, I'm with it, okay? But I also said, like I said before, be careful what you wish for, all right? Everything Vince McMahon did wasn't bad, y'all. He is the reason why we got a WrestleMania. Did y'all forget that? He's the reason why we got a Roman Reigns. Did y'all forget that? He's the reason why we got a Rock, Stone Cold, a, a HBK, a Bret Hart. Bret screwed Bret. Don't forget that. And I love Bret Hart to my dying day. Have the insights to do it. I'm gonna stop showing that video. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, all the dirt sheets, and JD from New York and Dave Meltzer, do me a favor. Yeah! What? And that's the bottom. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> What's your bell grade for the weekend, my guy? Um, I, I agree completely with you. I, I think that this weekend was something incredible. I think then that when you're a fan of anything, you want to see them do the best and perform at the highest level. I'm a John Jones fan. When he came back to UFC just a minute ago, I wanted to see the best version of John Jones. And now he's a UFC champion. Literally everybody who was a performer on this WrestleMania proved why they deserve opportunities and what they fought for them. They fought for everybody in the back to, to see them. And I, I loved every moment of it. So I'm going with your vote. I'm going with five undisputed universal title, Roman Reigns title reigns. I think that there's no way to, to like, nitpicking at this point. Yeah, like, happen. even Jeffrey and I was still saying, well, night one stole it. I, lo I love that. I love that because if you're they, fan, you can, I mean, you can, you can say that. I feel like yeah. being a fan, you could say that. Yeah, absolutely. That night it's one fair. It's stole fair. It, right? Fair is fair. But I said this I on yesterday morning show. 
stop making comparisons. Just enjoy it. Because if you compare night one to night two, it's you can't an, enjoy night two. You can't enjoy it. If you compare the main event of night one to the main event of night two, you can't you're enjoy not it. gonna know it, enjoy it. You're gonna just kick out night one and you're gonna say night two was obviously better. Like, I would just enjoy it. I kind of but I wouldn't. I would say night one's main event because it had more false finishes in it. It, it I, made me it, again flip a coin. That's why exactly. I call it that's why I call it even. I'm with you. It was an even night one, night two because the story of Roman and Cody alone, the, the anticipation, the buildup, and again, if we can find that picture of Cody. That uh, Dice said this, I can't steal it because I always tell people, I, I, I love to give credit where credit is due. He said it reminded him of when, when John Cena sat in the ring at WrestleMania 28 and it was the rock on the ramp. And that's exactly what happened. And what happened a year later, Cena got his revenge. I love it. I love it. Okay. I love it. But unfortunately, a year later, we won't get Cody and Roman because we're going to get Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania in Philadelphia. I am will be there. I got big plans for Unpop Review for my family. If you know me, you better hang out with me that week because I'm telling you right now, we're going to be everywhere. <laughs> Being good. Tell you all them hoods, but we going to Gino and Pat staying at good cheesesteak people because y'all see them on TV. That's not where you get a cheesesteak from. You want to go to Escabibbles? You want to go to Max's? Hell, you can go to my place up in Darby, PA, got better cheesesteaks than Gino's and Pat's. I'm just saying. Claymont Steak Shop. I mean, there's plenty of great steak shops, people. You want to eat? Come out the head of the table, baby. Um, this tonight now, we do got Raw After Mania tonight. So I said... Yesterday morning show, I think Braun Breaker's coming up because he lost to um, Hayes. Now, would that be would that be Raw? He comes up to or SmackDown? I don't. We gotta remember that now. We got two shows they gotta do after. Balance. They gotta balance all both shows. They gotta balance it out. Um, question: Why the hell all of a sudden everybody likes Brian Cage so much? I I I have no idea why we're focusing so much on Brian Cage. When, when there's Jay White out there. When, when Jay, White Jay White out there. It's out there. Literally, Jay White literally can show up to Raw tonight. And that very much is a possibility. He's a free agent. Contract I hope so. Up. I prefer obligations. Jay White to switch over for Literally, him. FTR. Cage, same it? difference. FTR can show up. Oh, FTR. They're, they're for free agents? FTR. I believe FTR is oh, free agents. Oh, FTR is free agents. They can show up. Please. Randy Orton. Oh, please. Randy Orton is good. Randy Orton can show back up tonight. Oh, and literally step up. So we have such a big night of professional rust, big nights of professional rusting this week. And this is a shameless plug. Please, guys, we are starting a new review show on Sunday mornings. Dice and myself will be bringing you the weekly Raw and SmackDown news on Sundays. So please join us for that. Like I said, shameless plug. I'm, I'm not beyond a shameless Listen, plug. No shameless um, plug. This is this is our station. We pay for this shit. Plug that shit. And Michael Smith. How many years did you cheer for Taker versus Stan? All right, leave me the hell alone, then. I can still hope for Rock and Brock. I mean, I keep saying Rock and Brock. Blood versus blood, okay? It's what it is. It's what it is. But tonight, listen, I'm with you too, Dennis. FTR would, listen, if FTR comes back, I'm a, I was a huge fan of them in, in NXT and WWE. And I thought, this is where I say Vince did drop the ball. Vince, for whatever stupid reason, don't respect tag team wrestling. And I don't understand that. It's the tag team wrestling is my favorite part of professional wrestling. It's the backbone to me of professional wrestling. Really? It's tag really, if you team saw wrestling. the showcase match from the men's showcase match, they prove that. They prove that they can go. Like literally, if anyone pays in any of the matches this week, the showcase match proved that professional wrestlers that are tag team wrestlers, the main event of night one was a tag match. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Well, uh, what does Bailey do? Yeah! Ding dong. <laughs> there it is. Hey, listen, we're going to get about it here. As I said, I, I'm literally within an act. The next 90 minutes, going to go for surgery, guys. So I pray um, you guys, please keep me in your prayers. Any surgery is is not a, you know, can be a serious deal. Um, I wanted to make sure that I took my obligations. I love this thing called professional wrestling. And I love sharing my opinions with you guys. Um, I know sometimes I come off very brash and opinionated. That's just who I am. So I appreciate every single one of y'all who always tune in, always give it back to me. 
and don't let my opinion stop you from listening to me and unpopular view. I always like to say this as well. The opinions of those said on unpopular view are those set of things that belong to that individual and does not represent the entire family of unpopular review. We're not just a wrestling show. We are an entertainment network as well. You can find us on our podcast as well under BDSIR network on your wherever podcasts are sold. So with that being sold, listen, guys, I'm like I said, I'm going to get ready to get up out of here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, man. But either way, we're going to get up here and get up out of here, guys. Listen, do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love me some me. And don't love God. And don't know that Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler. Come on, God. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on him. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in. Perfect Plex Radio, got them listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, it's a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling. That's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply, we about to give y'all something special, you ready, let's go!